0: Hey everyone, I'm Matt.
1: I'm Savvy, and this is Wise Folk. Wise Folk. It's Matt and Savvy, and this is our podcast, Meow. Meow? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I didn't know you were going to do that. Oh, you're so weird. Uh, hey everybody, welcome. It is Saturday, August 14th, 2021. We've been off for a couple of weeks, uh, traveling all over the place and visiting family, and now we are back to bring you another episode of Wise Folk. Uh, how have you been, Savvy? I'm good. Yeah, me too. All right. Um, why don't we go ahead and start off with our holidays of the week?
1: Alright. So today, which is Saturday, is National Creamsicle Day. Yum 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 <laughs> Sunday is National Relaxation Day.
0: I wish that was every day.
1: And the picture for that one was a baby wearing sunglasses.
0: Deal with it.
1: Uh okay. Monday is National Tell-A-Joke Day. I'm waiting for you to tell a joke because you always do. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Stick. Stick who?
0: I don't know. I didn't have a joke yet.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: uh, let's, let's do it again. Yeah. Um, oh, I remember the joke. Okay. What's well, brown and sticky? Stick. That's right. <laughs> All right. All right. So, yeah, that's National Tell-A-Joke Day. You have to tell that exact joke on Monday. Sure. To everybody that you meet.
1: All right. And on Tuesday, whenever you see a black cat, say, I appreciate you because Tuesday is National Black Cat Appreciation Day. Wednesday is National Fajita Day.
0: Fajitas. I like, I like fajitas. What kind of fajitas do you like? Do you like... Fajitas? Ch- Fajitas. Do you, you said like? feet. What feet do you like? like <laughs> what fajitas do you like? Do you like chicken or or carne asada or like what do you? Um,
1: I like carne asada. Cause I don't I guess, like chicken. I guess
0: steak. They call it. It's really, usually really. it's usually steak or chicken. I usually go with chicken fajitas, but yeah, steak fajitas. And are really, they're good. they're
1: kind of spicy. Spicy. So, on Thursday, you could have some soft serve ice cream.
0: Yeah, that'll help cool off your mouth after your spicy fajitas.
1: And then on Friday. It'll also cool off your mouth. For National Chocolate Pecan Pie Day.
0: Pecan pie.
1: Chocolate pecan pie.
0: Chocolate pecan pie.
1: Alright, that's all our holidays of the week.
0: Cool, so enjoy those. Uh, Let us know if you try any of those. I will certainly, undoubtedly, tell a joke on Monday, uh, even if I forget. And hopefully I'll relax tomorrow. Alright, so our topic of the week is... ENIAC programmers. Yeah. Now, before I go into what an ENIAC programmer is and what an ENIAC, I- what the ENIAC was, Savannah, could you tell us why this is our topic of the week?
1: This is our topic of the week because this past week I have been doing coding, technology, engineering camp. Um, it's a lot of things, but it was very fun. And every day we did a different group or one woman in tech. So we have 10 women in tech, that was our first week, and our fourth women in tech was ENIAC programmers, and there were six of them.
0: Cool. So, so before yeah. we go into that, yes, um, let me, I think a lot of people probably don't know what the ENIAC was. Yes. The ENIAC yes. was, was really the first programmable, general-purpose digital computer. It was... First really put to its first practical use in December of 1945, um, and it was 50 by 30 feet. It wow. was the size of a very large room.
1: That is crazy.
0: Many, many times the size of this office that I we're I believe it did recording. not have a screen. It did not. It's all switches and, like, ticker tape and stuff to print out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, ENIAC, E-N-I-A-C, stands for Electronic, Numerical, Integrator, and Computer. So that's what the ENIAC was, and now we'll tell you some facts about the first programmers of the ENIAC. So yes. And I want you to do the first one.
1: All right. So there were six women, well, six main women, that programmed the ENIAC. They were called in to hand-program the ENIAC. The six of them were Jean Jennings, Marilyn Westcoff, Ruth Licherman, Betty Snyder, Francis Billis, and Kay McNulty. Sadly, they have all passed. And I believe some of them have different last names.
0: Some of them got married since then. Yeah. and Some of them went by different first names. But that's yeah. that's the general list. Yeah. Um, so they did all this, my first fact, mm-hmm. uh, before compilers and programming languages. Yeah. So they didn't get to like write it in Python or something easy like that. Yeah. Uh, they had to actually figure it all out. So all the programming had to be done by flipping switches and like unplugging and replugging wires like an old telephone operator. Yeah. Uh, things like that. And it could take weeks to map a complex pr- problem into the machine's language. And then even after they did that, they would have to debug it and verify it and all that. It was a lot yeah. of work.
1: Alright, and if you can't tell already, Dad and I are huge nerds in this specific not specific, specific subject, at least, because, like, this was very interesting to me. Um, okay. My second fact. In the pictures of the programmers, there are women, but they aren't written on the back of the pictures, just the men are written, so, like, all their names are on the back of the pictures, except for the women's. So, people thought that they were models, and they got less attention. ...than the men because of that.
0: Yeah, they were called... They thought they were refrigerator women, as they called it, which yeah. was just... like, the pose
1: who, with the ENIAC to make it look
0: good. Right, which was ridiculous, because they did the bulk of the work. Yeah. Um, in fact, that was that was your fact? Yeah. Okay, I uh, just wanted to make sure you were done before I continued. Um, that, uh, those women, after the war, World War II, which was what the ENIAC was originally built for, it was built to calculate, like, trajectories and stuff for missiles, um... But after the war, whereas most women that had gone to work during World War II uh, were put out of work when the soldiers came back home um, and they were replaced by the men who had been the soldiers, uh, the women that worked on the ENIAC actually continued to work on the ENIAC. Their expertise made it difficult to replace them with the returning soldiers. um, Although, as you already mentioned, they weren't publicly recognized until, like, the 1980s, the the mid-80s.
1: Okay. And then... I actually have a bonus fact. Um, Well, I have this bonus fact and then another fact, which is that they had a huge, like, bug right before, like, the release of the ENIAC. Mm. And so the women, like, immediately, like, went over and fixed it all, like, the night before the ENIAC, like, released. Oh, wow.
0: So. Do you know why they call them bugs?
1: Oh, I I do. That was another thing I learned. Um, Because there was a bug, like a moth or something, and it flew in. And then, um, I don't remember who. Someone was like, yeah, I just debugged the room. Like, got all the bugs out. So now it's called debugging.
0: I always thought that was really funny.
1: Yeah. Okay. You can do your fact, and then I'll do my last fact.
0: Okay. Um, My last fact is... uh, These The women that that Savannah mentioned the names of, all the women programmers of the ENIAC, um, many of them went on to uh, help design or create uh, other computers or other languages. The one that I didn't know, this was really surprising to me, is that Kay McNulty, uh, she invented subroutines, which is something that every computer programmer uses all the time. You might call them functions or methods or anything like that. Uh, It's Basically, it's a sequence of program instructions that perform a specific task, and they're, like, packaged together as just, like, a unit. Yeah. Um, And they can be called from other parts of the program. And she did this because the the logical circuits that they had to solve some of the more complex trajectories that they were trying to compute, um, there wasn't enough, like, memory, basically. There wasn't enough space on the logical circuits that didn't have the capacity to solve those problems. So, basically, they would recycle portions of that, and those became subroutines, which is... A core foundational aspect of, of programming, and even to this day.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. My last fact is that at the 40th anniversary of the ENIAC, a programmer went and found four of the original ENIAC programmers, the women, and she interviewed them, and she made a documentary about them called The Computers. So you can watch that it is basically just explaining what happened mostly with the debugging of the ENIAC like the night before and how the women were treated and what they actually did do that men were have taken credit for and also i learned something that um th- A lot of people who do know the ENIAC, they know that a bunch of white guys programmed the ENIAC, but really there was this big group of women, mostly Native American women, um, who did it, not including any of the people, any of the main six programmers, but they definitely like helped all the big group of girls. So I just thought that was really cool. I think
0: it's awesome. Yeah. That's great. All right. Uh, now we're going to do our game of the week, which we're going to continue the, this model of telling a story that we make up one word at a time. Yes. Um, this week, because our topic didn't lend itself well to telling a story. Yeah. Um, we're going to use the Can I Get a website. Uh, mm. We're not sponsored by them, but thanks. Uh, they do improv <laughs> suggestions at the touch of a button, it says. So we're going to use Word, and our suggestion is Vacuum. 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 Go ahead and okay. start, Savvy.
1: Okay. Once.
0: Upon. A. Time. I. Vacuumed. My. Rug.
1: Because. I. Had. Spilled. Beads. All. Over. The.
0: Carpet. I. I. Was trying to make a necklace, but the bead just
1: slipped out of my
0: hand and fell on the carpet. So, I
1: grabbed a vacuum and... Started to vacuum, but I didn't find the bead.
0: Instead, I found, found a tiny hamster. She was scared and also was excited
1: as I picked
0: her up and pet her I said you are very cute and she
1: said Oh hey, what is your problem with me? I am not a cute toy. I am a hamster. A so, I put her
0: down and... Went to bed.
1: The End. okay. <laughs>
0: and now you know the story of the vacuum and the hamster. Yeah.
1: It's
0: a modern day, uh, modern day Aesop's fable. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Self promotion time. I'll go first. Uh, right. As always, check out Nights of the Roll Table. Uh, this new season, uh, DM'd by uh, the one and only Chris Daly. Uh, has been uh, really fun to play so far. I am playing a new character that I think I mentioned last time who sounds like this. And he's very excited, named Melvin Gelrod. I
1: named him.
0: So go check that out. Uh, Link's in the description. Uh, Savvy, what about you?
1: All right. So, as you know, I just finished my tech coding whatever uh, camp, which I still have another week of. But I just finished my first week, and it was very fun, and this somehow relates to it. I was talking to one of my staff members, and um, a show that Dad and I are watching came up in our conversation, and I want you guys to check it out if you're weird like us.
0: centaur World!
1: So, yeah, that's what it's called. It's called centaur World. It is a very strange cartoon, um, but it's not like normal cartoons, because I don't like normal cartoons. This is more interesting. It gets a little bit creepy it's towards a, the end. It's
0: a very weird show, but we really like it. It's got sort of the, that vibe that you get from like a Steven Universe type show, mm-hmm. where it's very weird, but also it's, it's very well... Um, it deals with a lot of interesting subjects. It definitely is touching on grief and some other things, but in a fun way. Yeah. It's a uh, well-done show. Reminds me a little bit of Steven Universe and Infinity Train and all those kind of stories that are you in that will venue. bring joy to the
1: nowhere, King. Yes, and it has, a, it
0: has a really good soundtrack. So, like, uh, they, they... Yeah,
1: it's, it's a musical cartoon. It, it's a
0: musical. So, if you like that it's kind really of thing, cute. check it out. It's on Netflix.
1: It's cute, but very strange. And I also just, uh, this past week while I was doing tech camp, I also was babysitting well, dog-sitting our neighbor's dog, and he, she is very fluffy. The dog, not the... Um... <laughs> <laughs> um... And so, yeah, I did that, and then tomorrow I'm going to be babysitting a different neighbors. Yep. Kids. Um... And today I'm going to a beach birthday party. Woohoo!
0: Should be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for us. So until next time, I've been Matt.
1: I've been Savvy, and we've been Wise. Wise Folk. Folk.
0: Have a great week, everybody. Woo.